So we're starting at the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Lamed Ches Amid Beis. Ein Neisin Beitza. You may not put an egg Bitzad Hamechum next to the kettle. Bishvil Shetis Galgal. In order that it cooks. And Rashi explains the reason why we use a Lushan of Galgal, like a Lushan that goes into a circle, because um, generally the way to check an egg to see if it's more cooked is the more it spins, the more cooked it is. Try it at home. Veloy, okay, so you can't put a raw egg next to a kettle so that it cooks. Veloy, you can't crack it over a cloth that was heated. Okay, and therefore the beya, the egg will cook. Rav Yosi Mater, he says that if you crack it over the cloth, the heated cloth, that's going to be mutter. And the Gemara is going to discuss uh, what the specifics of this case are. You can't take a raw egg, bury it in the sand, and it will thereby cook. Or in the dust of the roads. So you have hot, you know, hot dirt on the roads, so that in order that it should, the egg should roast. Because again, these are all going to be a problem of cooking an egg on uh, Shabbos. Maisesh also anche tiveria. The anche tiveria, they had an interesting heating system. So they lived in, they were fortunate, they lived in tiveria, which had the hot springs. They viu siloin sheltzainin, they brought a pipe of cold water. The toich ama shalchamen. And they had this, this pipe of cold water run through the chamei tiveria. Okay, and, and therefore they were able to get hot water on Shabbos. So Amalem Chacham, the Chachamim said, one second, in B'Shabbos, then it's Chacham and Shehochamu B'Shabbos. If you had this cold pipe running through the hot pipe, then it's like hot water that got heated on Shabbos. And the din is, Vasurin Berechitza, it's usher to wash in water that got heated on Shabbos. Uvishtia, and it's usher to drink this water. Even though they didn't actually heat it themselves, they just redirected a cold pipe to go through the Chamei Tiveria. It's going to be Asr since the Lamaisa got heated up on Shabbos. In the Yantav, if we're talking about Yantav, then it's Chicham and Shehochem will be Yantav. It's like hot water that got heated on Yantav. And the din is, Basur and Bechitza, it's Asr to wash in that water. However, Umutar and it's mutter to drink that water on Yantav. And therefore, the Chachamim did not like. Um, that they would obviously run this hot, the cold pipe through the hot water in order to heat up water so that they could bathe. And we see here that whether it was on Shabbos or on Yontif, it's going to be usher to bathe in it. Now, we're going we're gonna to get into that whole uh, later. Ibayolohu. So Gemara wants to know, Gal Gal Mai. What is the punishment if one would take, like the Mishnah started, if you took an egg and you put it next to a kettle to cook, how severe is that? Is it real cooking? That's what the Gemara wants to know. Is this real cooking, yes or no? So Amar of Yosef, Yosef says, Gal Gal Chayev Chatos, that if you took an egg and put it next to a kettle to heat, to cook, that would actually be a Isr Doraisa of cooking, of Bishel, and you would be Chayev Chatos. Amar Mabre Doravina, Mabre Doravina says, Afanan Nami Tanina, we also see this to be true. Why? Because the Brises says, Kol Sheba Bechamin, Anything that comes bechamin, <coughs> meaning if it's cooked in hot water, milifnei Shabbos before Shabbos, sherin I say bechamin. Then you may soak it in hot water on Shabbos. 
So if you cooked it in hot water before Shabbos, you can soak it in hot water on Shabbos. It's already cooked. You can't recook it by soaking it in hot water. If, let's say, it did not cook before Shabbos, then, you may rinse it off. If, let's say it's salty, Rashi says, we're talking about food that's very salty. So you may rinse it off using hot water on Shabbos. Okay? <clears throat> because rinsing it is not going to cook it. Chutz, with the following exceptions. Chutz, yashan, either old uh, salted fish. The kulayas aspenin is another type of fish. These were both types of fishes that, these were t- both type of fish that were very easy to cook, like an egg. An egg is very easy to cook, at least to make a soft-boiled egg. It does not need, uh, you know, intense heat. So, that rinsing them off in hot water, just rinsing them off, would be considered a gemar malacha, meaning would be considered cooking. Shema minan. So, the fa- just like we see that, well, the gemara is basically, is a fundamental question here. Is cooking defined by uh, leaving it at X, temperature, at X temperature for Y amount of time. Meaning in order to cook, let's say I'd have to leave it at at least 300 degrees for 10 minutes. Or does it depend on the food? And what do we see here? That it depends on the food. And therefore, when we said in the Mishnah that you cannot put an egg next to a kettle, even though it's not the normal way to cook something, since an egg is easy to cook, so Lamaisa, you're going to be high vechatas, it's going to be real bona fide bishel. Then we have the next part of the Mishnah, which we said that it was a machlekes chachamim of Yesi. Chachamim held that you cannot, if you have a cloth that was heated, you cannot crack an egg on it and thereby cook the egg. And Rabbi Yesi held it was mutter. That which we learned in a brisa, that you can put cooked food that the cooked food that is. Um, <coughs> That is, uh, you know, that's already cooked. shamar, so that it's guarded, meaning you don't want the sun to bake it more. and you could put, uh, you know, good water in a kli in bad water. okay, in order that it should cool off, meaning you don't want the sun to mess it up. That's not really relevant. This first part is not really relevant. What we're learning. that there's a brisa here that says that you're allowed to take cold water and put it in the sun in order so that the cold water should heat up. So, so let us say that's also only meaning just like over here, that if you take a heated cloth and you crack an egg on it, the Rabbanon hold, you're not allowed to do that because it's cooking. Rabbi holds, you are allowed to do that. So too, taking cold water and putting it in the sun to warm up, that should also only be like Rabbi Yaisi, mutter like Rabbi Yaisi, and not like the Rabbanon. So Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman says, no. There's different types of heating. Bechama, something that gets <clears throat> put in the sun to heat up. Dukuliyama, loipligi, dishari. Everyone's going to hold that you are allowed to take a cup of cold water, leave it in the sun, and allow it to heat up all on its own. Okay? Everyone holds that it's mutter. Because it's not cooking. Cooking means that you take a fire and you cook something. The fact that it gets hot and it's like cooking, that is not actual cooking. Putting something in the sun is not cooking. The toldos are, if you were, let's say, to take this cloth, okay, you took a handkerchief, and you put it next to a fire, which fire is used for cooking, and then you crack an egg on this cloth, 
Everybody, even Rabbi Yaisi, would hold that it's Aser. That's called a Toldos R. R is meaning fire. That if something gets heated by the fire and then you cook on it, that is going to be Aser. Keep Ligi. Where's the Machlekes? The Toldos Achama. The Machlekes is Toldos Achama. That what happens when you're in between? Meaning, what happens when something gets heated by the sun? So, again, if you take the handkerchief and you put it next to fire, that's called toldos R. That's going to be usser. That It's usser to cook on there. It's usser to take an egg and uh, crack it onto the handkerchief, even Rebiesius. That is not the Machlikis Mara Mishnah. The Machlikis is toldos achama. What happens if you left the handkerchief out in the sun and then now you bring it inside, you want to crack an egg on it to cook? Mar savar. Gozrinan told us Chama also told us Sa'ar. That the Tanakama holds, or Abanan hold, that we where Gozer told us a Chama, something gets heated by the sun, even though to cook by the sun would be totally fine. All I'm sitting here with is a heated handkerchief. And the Gazera is if we allow you to crack an egg on a heated handkerchief and thereby cook the egg, you might come. Even though it was heated by the sun, which is not, we said is not cold cooking, you might come to crack that egg on a, on a handkerchief that got heated by real fire, which would be cooking. Umar Sabah, Rabbi Yassi holds, Lo Gezrinan. Rabbi holds, we are not Gezer. Okay, so again, there is, there's three different ways, we'll call it alternative cooking. Standard cooking is I take, you know, a frying pan, put it on the fire, crack an egg on it. That's standard cooking. There's three alternative cooking. There's number one, cooking by the sun. We said that it's, it gets cooked through al Yidei, um, you know, get heated up by the sun, that is not considered cooking according to everybody. That's not a machlekes. We said that if it gets get cooked, because let's say you took the frying pan or the handkerchief and you put it next to the fire and then took it off the fire and cracked an egg on it, then everybody would hold that that's, consult, that's called toldos ar, that's going to be usr. The question is, what happens if you left your frying pan, or here we're talking about a cloth, you left your frying pan out in the sun and the frying pan then got got heated. That is a machlekes Tanakama and Rabbi Yesi. Tanakama holds that we're going to be geyser, toldos chama, otu toldos ar. And um, Reb Yesi holds we're not geyser. Next case in the Mishnah, you cannot take a raw egg and bury it in sand. Okay, so frek the Gemara, why doesn't Rabbi Yesi argue in this case as well? Here you have hot sand, you're taking an egg, and you're burying it in the sand, Rabbi Yesi should hold it should be mutter. Right? Because how is the sand hot? It obviously didn't come through fire. The sand got hot because it, it was sunny. So it should be, according to Rebiesi, logic would follow coming off the last sugya that it should be mutter. So, <clears throat> Rabba Amar, so we have a machlekes here. Rabba says the reason why Rebiesi here is going to agree that it's usr is gezerah shema yatmin beramatz. That we're afraid that you might come to, um, to run it or, or, or put it into hot ash. Now, the, don't get fooled by Yatman. Here, Yatman, I don't tell him in base, Yatman does not mean like Atmana covered. That's not the issue. The issue here is cooked. Meaning that what we're saying is that if we allow, if Rabiesi says, if we allow you to take the egg and, and stick it into the sand, okay, it's surrounded by a hot, you know, sand, which could effect, in effect be a heating element. And the problem is that if we allow you to do that, you might come and take, you know, hot lava or hot ash which also seems to be very similar to sand. And that's a problem because that is like cooking with coals. That's real cooking. And that's why... Isn't, isn't one a told of R and one a told of H again? Then? It, it, it is, but there's a further concern here that even before you get to the underlying reason, in other words, when we were, where Rabiesi allowed it was 
if it's the exact same material. So if you have a handkerchief and it gets burnt by a chama, or you have a handkerchief and it gets burnt by, or a frying pan, and by R, so then it's a question that makes the gzera or not. But here, where we're taking dirt, Rabba says that here we would be geyser. Rav Yosef Amar, Rav Yosef says another reason, Maybe that's where Rav Yosef comes off of that. He doesn't like it, like, like the issue that you have. Rav Yosef says that the reason why Rav Yosef here would agree that taking a raw egg and burying it in the sand to cook it is a problem is because you are chayfer guma. You're digging a pit. It's like, it looks like you're digging a pit, and that's the problem. What's the difference between these two reasons in understanding where Rav Yosef would agree that taking a raw egg and sticking in the sand would be aser. Let's say you had soft and crumbly ground that according to the Mandamar, the issue is so that would still be a concern. Right? Because of the... Uh, it, it, it's similar to um, burying it in hot ash, which would be cooking. Um, sorry. Uh, Senator, I just want to answer your question. It's not a tolda. Ramatz is not a tolda's R. That is R itself. That's actual fire. That is fire. Uh-huh. Hot ash is a cooking, it's just like fire. Hot ash, charcoals, I mean, that would have a din of R itself. Not, it would not be told us R. Okay, so then it would be Xera. Xe- correct. It would be Xera told us, it would be Xera Bisham, the hot ash, which it itself is something that's like R. It didn't get heated by the fire. That is the, that is the actual heating element. Okay, that's what you cook with. Fine. Mesve, we ask a question. You may roast, partially roast an egg on a burning roof. But not on plaster. So here, you're not really burying it. So therefore, we don't have this problem that you're not enveloping it in something that is hot. In other words, you're just, you're taking the egg and you're, you know, you're putting it on top of the roof. That on top of a roof, we would assume that uh, it should be usher because also it's like you're, you're digging, you're, you're putting it in. There's like, the Gemara at least is assuming at this point that there is dirt on the roof, which, to which the Gemara answers, that a roof does not have offer either. So there's nothing to be geyser here. We don't have a problem of yatvim um, of that it's like enveloping it with hot ash. And we don't have a problem that it's like mashvagumas because uh, there's no offer, there's no dirt on a, on a normal roof. We'll not have enough dirt to be mashvaguma, to dig a, a hole. Tashima, Maisa, we, from the end of the mission, we said, Maisa, Shasu, Anshe, Tiveri, Bevi, Yusilo, and Shiltsoini. They brought, the Anshe, Tiveri, brought a pipe of cold water, and they ran this pipe of cold water through the hot springs, okay, of Tiveri. Now, so according to Rabba, that says the issue here that Rabbi Yaisi is going to agree that you may not take an egg and bury it in the sand to cook it because it's now enveloped by sand, which is very similar to enveloping it with hot ash, which would be direct cooking. So so to here, when I take a cold pipe and run it through the Chamei Tiveria, the cold water is enveloped with hot water, with a heating you know, a heating element, and therefore it would, it, we could understand that Gezerah, it's somewhat similar to Gezerah Shema Yat Ben Biramatz. What would be the Chachamim's issue, okay, what would be the Chachamim's issue with the people of Tiveria that ran the pipe through the Chamei Tiveria to heat up the water? 
<laughs> there's no problem with Mashvagumais. So what's the problem? So Michael and Maymar. So the Gemara answers, no. Misfaris my my You we were assuming that the whole story brought of Maisa which was brought as a Kasha, was on this the fact that it's usher to be Yatvin Abeitza in the Chol. Right? It comes after that in the Mishnah. Right? The Mishnah says, uh, so we're assuming that this comes off of, that it's coming on the heels of the Isser of cooking your, you know, burying your egg in the sand in order to cook. So you want to tell me that that story is going off of the egg? No, it's going on the first part of the Mishnah. That it's going on this case of uh, putting the beitza into the hot sand. It's going on the original case. Which said that you cannot crack an egg on a hot uh, handkerchief, which we said was subject to a machlekes between Rav Yesi and Rabbanon. Rav Yesi mater. Rav Yesi held it was mutter, like we said, because he's not geyser. Told us chama atu. Told us are. V'achi kamer the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon went back to Rav Yesi and they said v'achi kamer the Rabbanon Rav Yesi. Hamaisa the anchei tiveria the told us chama who that is a case of told us chama. So we're assuming that what that how was we, we're assuming that the hot springs of Tiveria were told us Chama the Asrilu Rabbanon and the Rabbanon came and they had an issue with the people of Tiveria that they allowed their water they used water to wash that was heated on Shabbos so Amar Luhu and Rav Yesi went back to the Chachamim and said no that is not the reason why that case. Of Anshay Tiveria, the Chama had an issue, is because Ahu told us Arhu. That is told us Ar, meaning the Chama Tiveria, where the Rabbanon were coming to say, like we said, we're coming off of this Machlikis, this dispute between the Tanakama and Rabbiesi. Tanakama holds that where Geyser told us Chama, uh, Atu told us Ar. Everybody holds told us Ar as Asr, like we said. The Rabbiesi held where not Geyser told us Chama, Atu told us Ar. And then the Rabbanon, to ask on Rabbi Yesi, brought this Maisa Tiveria, which seemed, the Rabbanon seemed to think that this was talking about Toldos Chama, and yet we see the Rabbanon did not, they took issue with the people of Tiveria that were using this water that got heated up by passing through Chamei Tiveria. So Amr Luhu, Rabbi Yesi said back to Chama, no, Hahu Toldos Arhu, that the Chamei Tiveria are not heated by the sun, but rather they're heated by fire. It is Toldos Ar, it's fire. The Cholfi, why? The Cholfi Apeschot Gehenim. Because the waters of Chami Tiveria, they pass, the way they get heated is they pass through the opening to Gehenim. Gehenim is fire, is Aish, and therefore it's heated by Toldos Ar, and therefore Rabbi would say that I would agree to you, the Chachamim, in, 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 that, in that case, because that's Toldos Ar, which I agree to. I agree Toldos Ar is going to be Aser, and you can't ask on me from that story. Amar Rav, Amar Rav Chista. Rav Chista says, Mi Maisa She'asu Anshi Tiveria Ve'asri Luhu Rabbanon From the fact that we saw at the end of the mission, we brought the story with the, with the Anshi Tiveria that they ran the cold water through the, a pipe of cold water through the hot springs of Tiveria and the Rabbanon said it's Aser but La Hatmana so we see, now this is real Hatmana and we're going to discuss this in the next parak in about a week and a half but La Hatmana but then we Hevel that you are not allowed to do hatmana in something that is mice of hevel. Because the water itself, okay, the, the pipe was put there while it was still before Shabbos. 
Right? So even if the pipe wasn't flowing, it's still going to be usher. So we see is something where it adds heat continually. It gets hotter. Okay? And therefore, it's davar of hevel. And therefore, it, in fact, that the Chalam ushered it, we see that it is usher to wrap something, to wrap, let's say, a pot of soup with a davar, what's called davar ha-maisif hevel. So to do with, like, say, cotton sponges would be fine. But with something like gefes uve eitzim, which is maisif hevel, would be usher to wrap the pot even if you wrapped it on, on Friday before Shabbos. Amar Ula, Ula says, Even though in the Mishnah, the Chavim took issue with the Anshay Tiberia, the Halacha is like the Anshay Tiberia. Amar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman argues, he says, no. That the Anshay Tiberia already broke their pipe, meaning that they, they, they listened to the Chavim and they broke the pipe in order not to create hot water. Five bucks for anybody who remembers where we had Kavar Tavrinu. The Gemara and Daf Chaf Beis in Brachas, we talked about uh, Tisha Kabin. We said um, Tavrinu, uh, uh, the 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 pitcher of of um, the pitcher of the who held that you're allowed to pour with Tisha Kabin. We use that same lashon. Kvar Tavrinu. Okay, Maisha also Anche Tiberio. Now the Seifa of the Mishnah, like we said the story. So my Rechitza. So we said here that. It's usher to do rechitza on Shabbos, and it's usher to do rechitza on Yontif. So, what is this rechitza? If the water was heated on Shabbos and on Yontif, it's usher to wash with that water. What type of washing are we talking about? Even rechitza is kogufa. We're talking about washing your entire body. Ella chamin shehuchmu b'Shabbos who da'asurin that only because it got heated in the story of Anshei Tiveria the water the cold pipe got heated by passing through the chamin Tiveria on Shabbos so we see it's only a problem to wash with water that got heated up on Shabbos hachamin shehutu me'er of Shabbos but if the water got heated before Shabbos mutter okay that would be the diuk from the Mishnah frak the Gemara v'hatanya. However, we see in a price of in Shehuchmu Me'erev Shabbos, water that got heated before Shabbos, Lemachar Rechitz Bahan, Panav Yodavaraglav, Avoloi Kol Gufai. So if the Rechitza in the Mishnah is Kol Gufai, then we're going to have a problem with the case of Shabbos. Because we said that on Shabbos, you could only use water, okay, even if it was heated up before Shabbos, the Deacon on Mishnah, Mishnah says, the Mishnah here says that if the water got heated up on Shabbos, you cannot do rechitza. What's rechitza? If you want to say rechitza is to wash your entire body, but then it's not only water that got heated up on Shabbos, even water that got heated before Shabbos, it would also be usher to wash kogufai. So Ella, we have to say that rechitza doesn't mean kogufai. Rechitza means panam diodavaraglav, that you can wash your face, your hands, and your feet. Okay. Ema seifa. And remember, the... The, the Mishnah mentioned both Shabbos and Yantav. So Amos Seifa, which said, that on Yantav, this water that got heated by the Chame Teveria is going to be usher to wash on Yantav. It's only mutter to drink, but it's usher to wash on it. So if so, that means that the Mishnah is now like Beishamai. Did Tanan, Beishamai holds, Lo yicham adam b'shamay amin b'shamay says lo yicham adam cham in l'raglav. You may not heat up water on yontif elam kain ruuyin l'shtia. So we see that be, that b'shamay holds you cannot um, heat up water even for panav yada v'raglav on yontif. B'shol matir and b'shol holds its mutter. 
So if you want to tell me, we said rechitzas usher for water that got heated up on Shabbos and Yantif. Okay. Now, if you tell me that the water rechitza that we're talking about, the washing that we're talking about on the Mishnah, is only pining yad of it means that w- you cannot heat up water on yantif to even wash pining yad of That's shitas beishamai, and that's obviously going to be shver. We can't have a Mishnah that's going to be stam like beishamai, so it can't be pining yad of So Amar Rav Ika Bar Chananya, that really we're talking about lehishtate bahem kol gufai. Really, we are talking about washing meaning showering with your entire body. I, if so, what about the fact that we said uh, you can't even use water that was warmed before Shabbos on your entire body? I have another piece, I have, I have a mandamer that argues with you. Vahai Tanahu, and it's the following Taina, our, uh, it's the following Tana, our Mishnah, which says that you may only not wash your entire body on water that got heated up on Shabbos, but the diak is that you may wash with water that got heated up before Shabbos, that is the following Tanya, Tana, Ditanya, as we learned in a Brisa, Lo Yishtatef Adam Kol Gufay, a person may not wash or shower his entire body, Bein Bechamen, this is talking about on Shabbos, whether with water, with hot water, Ubein Bitsainin, or with cold water. That's Rameh Yashita. We have three Ramachalikas over here. Rav Shimon Mater, Rav Shimon says, you may even wash your body with. Um, warm water, again, if it was heated before Shabbos. So that is the Tana of our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda is the third Tana here who says, Bechamen Aser, Bitsanin Mutter. He says, it depends. If it, you can wash with hot water, uh, I'm sorry, with hot water it's going to be Aser, even if it was heated before Shabbos, but cold water is going to be Mutter. So Rameir again says you can't wash on Shabbos with water that's hot or cold, even if I got heated before Shabbos. Reb Shimon says you can wash with, even with warm water, provided that it was heated before Shabbos. That's like the time of Rav Mishnah. Reb Yehuda says it depends. Hot water, even if it was heated before Shabbos, you may not wash with it. Cold water, you may. So now Reb Chista says, I'm a Reb Chista, Machlekes. So now, and now we've answered, right? We've answered our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says you cannot uh, use hot water that um, water that was heated on Shabbos to wash your body, which means that you may use water that was heated before Shabbos to wash your entire body, that's Shittas Rav Shimon. Now we've answered it. We're good. Amar of Chista. Machlikis, by the way, this Machlikis, now we're going to dwell on this Machlikis a little bit. This three Machlikis between Rameir, Rav Shimon, and Rav Yehuda. Amar of Chista. Machlikis Bekli. That is only a Machlikis if you're washing with a Kli. Aval Bekarka. But if the water was sitting on the ground, and let's say you scooped up the water and um, and you uh, showered with it, okay? Or Rashi says, okay? Then, everybody would hold that it is mutter, that it's only machlikis in the kli, okay? Which uh, is a problem because it looks like you just heated up the water right now. But if it's sitting in a bathtub where it could be understood that it was there, before, it would be mutter going to everybody. I frekta gemara v'hamaisa da'anshe teveria bekarka. The pipe was bekarka, right? They had the pipes that would feed into the bathhouses, and that was bekarka. V'asru the rabbanon, the rabbanon said, it's asr, elayimar, we're going to change Rav Chista. We're going to flip it around. Elayimar, if you want to learn Rav Chista, hachi yitmar, learn it the following, machlekes bekarka, that it's a machlekes, if 
you, it's only, it's, it's a three-way machlekes if the water, the hot water, was sitting in a bath. But if you're going to take the hot water from a kli and try to shower with it, that cold is going to be also because like we said, then it, it's, it looks too close. It, it looks like you just heated up the water in a kli on Shabbos. So that's for sure going to be also according to everybody. But if it's, if Rosh would agree that it's also there, but if it's Bekarka, if the water is still sitting Bekarka, then it's three way Machlagis like we explained. Omar, Rabbi Barachana, Omar, Rabbi Yechanan. That we say, Halacha Rabbi Yehuda, the Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said that I cannot wash on Shabbos with warm water, but I, even if it was warmed before Shabbos, but I can wash with cold water. Omar, Le Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef said to Rabbi Barachana, Rabbi Yechanan, he says, did you hear this directly from Rav Yechanan? Or did you um, have a general rule which would tell you that the halacha is given to Rav Yehuda? Meaning, my klala, what is the general rule? Damar of Tancham, Amar Rav Yechanan, Amar Rav Yanai, Amar Rebi. That, we have the following rule. Kol makam sha'atam moitze shnei chalukim ve'echa Anytime you have a three-year machlekes, and two of the people hold completely, one says completely, let's say, Aser, and one says completely, Motor, and then you have somebody who's Machria, right? They're kind of in the middle. Halacha is going to be like the person who is in the middle. It's like it went through arbitration. Except, with the one exception of Kuli Matlanius, if you remember this from last week, that if you have a Beged, we said, that is bigger than three by three, it's boys, smaller than three by three, Tefachim. So we said, if you put, we wanted to know, is this Beged Makambal Tumah, yes or no? We said, if you put it in the box, everyone's going to agree. If you, if you store it nicely in a box, everyone's going to agree it's still Makambal Tumah, you want it. Everybody's going to agree if you throw it out when you're done with it, it's a single-use rag, then everybody agrees that it's going to be, um, it's, it's, it's going to be Tahar. It's not going to be Makambal Tumah because it's not Chashev. The question was, what happens if I hang it on a peg or I chuck it behind the door? That Sha'afal Pisha Rabbi Lezer, Machmir Rabbi Lezer said, if you put it on a peg or hang it behind the door, it's still going to be Makabel Tuma. We're going to consider it a Kli. That's Machmir. Rabbi Yeshua, make your Rabbi Yeshua said, on the peg or behind the door, if you, if you chuck that, uh, that, that rag on the peg or behind the door, it's going to be Tahar. It's not Choshev enough. Rabbi Akiva Machria, Rabbi Akiva was Machria. Okay, and Rabbi Akiva said, this is the one exception to the rule of the Machria. Here, we did not follow Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, it depends. If you hang it on the peg, then it's going to be considered chashev in its tummy. And if you chuck it behind the door, then it's not going to be chashev, it's going to be tahar. And we said, so when, what we're saying here is, in all cases, we go to Machria, except for that case, in this specific case of Kuli Matlonius, why? We had two reasons. Number one, Chadad Rabbi Kiva Talmud Hu, that Rabbi Kiva was a Talmud of Rabbi Shua Rabbi Yezer, and therefore it wasn't an equal. What we're saying the halachas of Dibbin Machriya is when you have three equal parties, so we're going to take the one in the middle. But since over here Rabbi Kiva was a Talmud of Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua, so his being Machriya doesn't count. He's not entitled to opinion. V'oid. Or another reason why we didn't follow. Uh, Rabbi, Akiva, Rabbi Akiva there and say the halacha k'divir machriya is because hadir Rabbi Akiva lagavid Yeshua. If you remember that Rabbi Akiva was mahadar anashita, he ended up agreeing to Rabbi Yeshua, and that is how we use that case to explain the machlekes Rabbi Lezer that said in the Mishnah, Rabbi Lezer said to me he 
And Rabbi Kiva said to Hayrahi, because Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva held, Kule Matlanius, he was chayzer to go like Rabbi Yeshua, that it's Tahar. Okay, so, <clears throat> we, so that would be the Kloa, right? That would be the general rule is we always follow the, except for this one case, we always follow the Machria. And, that, and that's why uh, he's asking, right? Amr of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef is asking um, Rabbi Barachana, that which Rabbi Yechanan said, is it because, did you hear Rabbi Yechanan say it himself, that the halachas are or is it from the fact that, we, that Rabbi Yechanan held that the halachas are like the machriya, and here the machriya is Rabbi Yehuda? Frech Gemara, who cares? The Imei Let's say he didn't hear it. He did, let's say Rabbi Barachana did not hear directly from Rabbi Yechanan the halachas are like Yehuda, but rather he knew the general rule of Rabbi Yehuda, who would care? Why would that be any worse than if he heard it directly from Rabbi Yechanan? So the Gemara says, Dil Maybe Rabbi Yechanan only said his rule that the Allah is like the, like the Machria, is if there's a three Machlekes in a Mishnah. Aval Brisa. But here, where there's a three Machlekes in a Brisa, like that Rabbi Yechanan did not say, he would not agree, he would not say that the Allah is like the Machria. After all this, Rabbi Yechanan says, Anna Beferish Shmi'ali. I heard it directly from Rabbi Yechanan, and we said that just to finish off this case, that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. Itmar. So we're gonna to go today to the uh, probably second line on Amid Beis or third line on Amid Beis. Itmar. Chamin shehuchmu me'erev Shabbos. Water that was heated up before Shabbos. Rav Amar. Rav says lemachar roichetz b'hem kol gufay aver aver. I'm allowed, that Rav says a person may take this hot water, if it stayed hot all the way till Shabbos, a person can take from this water and wash one limb at a time. That he may only wash face, hands, and feet. That it, uh, water that was heated before Shabbos, he can only wash his face, his hands, and his feet. He may not wash his hands to Yufta the Rav. This is a kasha. We, we're trying to, we slug Rav, Rav up here. Remember, Shmuel said, you can only wash Yad of Ragli. That seems to be exactly like this Brisa. Rav said, that roichetz kol gufay ever ever, that you can wash one limb at a time kol gufay. And here the brisa says that avoloi kol gufay. So Amar Lach Rav, Rav can answer it. Okay, he can slip out of it. He can say loy kol gufay vas achas. When the brisa says you may not wash kol gufay, that means you can't wash your entire body at one time. Ella ever ever. That means that when the Bryce has said, wash Panavyoda Varaglov, not your entire body, he meant wash Panavyoda Varaglov or Aver Aver, not your entire body at one time. I, Frakta Gamara, Vaha Panavyoda Varaglov, Kotani. The Bryce says a person may wash Panavyoda Varaglov. So how could Rav then say Aver Aver? So the Gamara says, Kain Panavyoda Varaglov. It doesn't mean the Panavyoda Varaglov was Ladavka. So where we understood the brisa to be the beginning of the brisa was davka and of aloy kol gufay was a little bit more la davka, meaning we wanted to say that even aver aver we were trying to understand. Rob flips it around and he says that the first part of the brisa is la davka. It means as long as you wash limb by limb and it's not limited to your face, your hands, and your feet, it's any limb, limb by limb. 
And like Hogufa means you can't wash your entire body at once, but you can wash limb by limb and thereby eventually wash your entire body. Tashima, we have another brisa. They did not allow you to wash in water that got heated before Shabbos. You're only allowed to wash. So Rav's going to answer like we already know. What does it mean? We have a brisa that says like Shmuel, that a person may only use water that was heated before Shabbos and wash on Shabbos. He may only wash Panav Yadav Viraglov. Hot water that got heated before Shabbos. On Shabbos. He may not wash his entire body limb by limb. So that's not like Rav. That if water got heated on Yantif, of course you may not wash your entire body ever ever. So that is the first way of understanding this Gemara. We, we have Rav says that if you have water that got heated up before Shabbos, you can wash your entire body ever ever. You just can't wash it all at once. Okay? Uh, Shmuel holds you can only wash Panav Yadav and we say, in this Gemara, we said Tanya Kabasei de Shmuel. There are brisa that seems to favor Shmuel. Rabba Masne Lala Hashmaitza, the Rav Baha'i Lishna. Rabba learned this, this Gemara of Rav in a different Lashon. Meaning, he says, Chamin Shehuchmu Me'erev Shabbos. Hot water that got heated before Shabbos. Lemachar on Shabbos, Amar Rav, Ruechitz Bahem, a person may wash his entire body, okay, that he may wash his entire body all at once, except he's got to leave, and we know this, right? We've, we, we've learned this halacha lamaisa, again, in regards to Yantif, here we're talking about Shabbos, that a person can put his whole body in the bath, except he has to leave one aver outside of the bath. Okay, so Meshayar aver echad, he leaves that one aver. Eisve kolhani tiyufta. And we ask all these brises like we had that said uh, that it said you can only wash Okay, so how are we going to answer that? And like Rashi explains, we can't answer the same way because I understand when a person is washing his entire body, but he's doing it limb by limb, that is somewhat similar to Raglov. In other words, all you're saying is means means I can't wash my entire body at once. But you, there's no way to learn the brisa that said panav yadav means <clears throat> your entire body except for one limb, but at all at one time. There's no way to to, to understand that, and therefore tiyufta we slug up in this the way Rav Raba had Rav the way Raba understood Rav that you can wash your whole body at once as long as you exclude one limb. That is going to be a tiyufta. We're going to slug that up. Amar Rabbi Yosef Labaya. Rav Yosef says to Abaya, Rabba, Mika Avad Kishmaitza the Rav. But Rabba held this is what Rav Shita was. So we want to know did Rav do, did, I'm sorry, did Rabba do like Rav, like Rav Shita? Rav Yosef and Rabba were both Tamidim of Rav. Uh, of Rav. And he wanted to know did Rabba do like, uh, did Rabba himself do, <clears throat> strike that, they weren't Tamidim of Rav. Rav Yosef wanted, um, Abaya grew up, I'm sorry, Rashi says that Abaya grew up in, Rab, in Rabba Barnachmeni's house, 
remember the story at the end of Brachas, the last Amr of Brachas, that Rabbah was the Rosh Hashiva before Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef says to Abaya, right, Abaya knew Rabbah very well, and Rav Yosef, when he took over the post, he wanted to know, what did the last Rosh Hashiva do? Did Rabbah, who was the last Rosh Hashiva, did he do like Rav, meaning wash his entire body at once, leaving out one limb? So Amr Leh, Abaya says, Rav Yosef, what, 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 what kind of crazy question are you asking me? Pshita, the lie of it. Of course Rabbah didn't do like that shita. Daha itaysef. We, we said that the way Rabbah learned Rav was shlugged up. So therefore, Rabbah could not have done like Rav, we shlugged it up. So the Gemara says, no, le Rabbah never, he wasn't around for when he got shlugged up, when Rav got shlugged up according to the way he understood Rav. So then the Gemara says, okay, fine. On the flip side, still I don't understand what you're asking me. it. And if Rabbah never heard that the way he understood Rav was shlugged up, so then of course he would do like Rav, the Amr Abaya, because Abaya says, Kol mili demar of it, ki Rav, Rabbah did everything like Rav, he followed Rav to the letter of the law, bar mehani tlas, to avid kishmul, except for the following three things that he went like, like Shmuel, which was number one, matilin bibegad lebegad, he took tzitzis from one begad and put him on another begad. And he held your light of light from one candle to the other candle. Remember that, Machlikis? A couple weeks ago. And And these three things were the, he, were the only exceptions to the rule that he did everything like Rav. So if he didn't know that Rav got slugged up according to the way he understood Rav, then of course he would have followed Rav. So the Gemara says, no, 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 maybe. Rav Yosef says, it's, it's not such a pasha question. Rav only did like the, where Rav was more machmer. That Rabbah did not follow Rav when Rav was more makel. And here, the way Rabbah, again, Shmuel held, you can only wash Pana the other Raglov. Rabbah understood Shmuel saying, you can take a bath except excluding one aver. So therefore, he, Rav Yosef was asking, since this is a Kule de Rav, we want to know, did Rabbah um, follow the way he understood Rav since he wasn't around for when Rav got slugged up, according to the way he understood Rav. Tana Rabbanon, one last. The other, so, the other three things are chumras? The other three things, um, yeah, because Rav would hold, you're not allowed to take from Begah Lebegah, you're not allowed to light from Nehla Ner, and we, don't, we go like Rabbi Yehuda Begreira. In other words, these three things he held like Shmuel. Uh, he, he didn't hold by that chum, by, the, by those chumras. He did not hold by those chumras, correct. Right. Tana Rabbanon. One last sugi we'll do for today. Merchatz Shepokoku Nikavov Me'erev Shabbos Let's say you stuffed up the holes of the merchatz before Shabbos. So the way it would work is they would have the bathhouse, which was essentially like a schwitz, and they'd have either on a subfloor or an anteroom, would be like the heating room, the, boy, the furnace room, and there would be holes going from the furnace room into the uh, bathhouse. So they went ahead and they stuffed up the a bathhouse, they insulated it, they made sure that it would be uh, able to hold its heat on Erev Shabbos. Lamatzei Shabbos, on Matzei Shabbos, Rechitz Miyad, you can wash, if it's still hot on Matzei Shabbos, you can wash Miyad, and you don't have to wait uh, normally in order for some, to use something that was heated on Shabbos, you'd have to, halacha is you'd have to wait the amount of time it would take to reheat it. But here, since it was stuffed up before Shabbos, so you don't have to wait. 
Let's say on Yontif, we stuffed up the holes on Erev Yontif. On Yontif, so now you have a hot bathhouse because you, you insulated it well. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Nichnas, you can go in Umezia and you can schwitz there. Right? You can sweat it out. You can schwitz there. Get rid of your toxins. The Yaitse. However, don't shower there because it'll be like, it'll look like you're showering in a hot room. You know, it'll look like you're taking a hot shower. So therefore, Yaitse, you go into the, uh, you know, the locker room. Umishtatev. And take a shower there. Bevesa chitzain. With cold water. I'm a Rav Yehuda. Mice of a Merchat Shal B'nei Brak. There was a story in the Merchats in the bathhouse of B'nei Brak. Shepakakunekavav. May Erev Yontif. That they stuffed it up. They stuffed up the holes to insulate it on Erev Yontif. Lamachar on Yontif. Nechnas Rav Elazar ben Azariah. Rav Yekiva. Sounds familiar. Rav Elazar ben Azariah and Rav Yekiva in B'nei Brak. Right? I think we just had that in the Haggadah. Okay? But here this is a bathhouse story which we did not have in the Haggadah. They ziubai. And they, so they went in, Rabbi Lezabon Azariah and Rabbi Kiva went in to sweat out, right, to go to use the Schwitz, the bathhouses of Schwitz. They, of course, they followed the letter of the law, says the price of Yotsu. They went out, and they showered in the outside room. Point is, they went in there to sweat. That the heating element, the place where it got heated from, was covered, right? The, the, the faucets were covered. To show, meaning they were showing that we didn't use the hot water on Yantif, that this was insulated before Yantif. And when they came before the Chamim, Amru, the Chamim said, that you're still allowed to use this bathhouse to be mezia, to sweat, not to, not to bathe inside there, to sweat, even if the heating element, if you didn't do like a symbolic covering of it. And when there became more people being Avera, we'll see what that means. That's a quote, Avera. His then they said, you, you can't go in to these Merchatsois, to Schwitz, right? So in a heated, uh, a well-insulated, that was heated before Yantiv, even if it was heated before Yantiv, you still can't go into the Merchatsois that are still hot to use it as a Schwitz. It's going to be also once Mesharavu Avera. But Ambatya shall krachin to go into the bathhouses of the big cities, Mitayobahem, you can take a uh, stroll through them, you can take a little walk through them. You can't sit and schwitz there, but you can walk through them and still benefit from the heat. You don't have to be worried. Now the Gemara wants to understand my Avera. What are these Avera? Damar Shimon ben Pazi, Amar Rabshua ben Levi, Mishum Bar Kapara. Betchila, originally, hayu reichtzin bechamen, shehoch mume erev Shabbos. Originally, they would wash with water that got heated before Shabbos. Hischilo abalonim, the bath attendants, the merchatz attendants, they would start lahachem b'Shabbos, to heat up on Shabbos. Ve'oimrim, but they used to say, me'erev Shabbos hochmu, right? It's like uh, the pizza store always has pizza three minutes after Pesach. What do you mean? The chametz was sold, right? So they would say, don't worry, it was heated before. Asru esachamen, so they saw that the bathhouse attendants, they were cheating. They were heating up the water on Shabbos. So therefore they said, you may not, um, you may not uh, bathe at all, in hot water. Um, you cannot use the merchatzais, even if they say, even if Zahachshirin says that the water was heated before Shabbos. The Tiruas Azeah. However, at that point, they still allowed you to go into the bathhouse 
to use it as a shvitz. So you can't bathe there, but you can shvitz there. And people didn't listen. There was hot water there, so they used to still shower in the hot water. But Omrin, and they would come out and they would say, they would say, ah, you didn't use the shower? Because you're not using the shower, you just schwitz. Why do you look wet? He said, no, no, because we were, we were used the schwitz. We stayed in for a long time. So it looks like we showered, but really we didn't. But they were lying. Asulem and Sazeus, the Chalim said, uh uh, we're no longer going to let you go into the bathhouses to. Um, we're no longer going to let you go into the bathhouses to use it as a schwitz. However, they still allowed them to shower, to use the water from the Chami Teveria as, a, as, as to bathe in it. However, they would lie, they would still, they wouldn't listen, right? When the government says stay in because the coronavirus is, right? We always know better. We don't have to, we can still go to shul, whatever, I'm not getting involved. But um, they're saying, the Chachamim said, don't use, uh, they said you could only use Chamei Teveria because it was, it was heated before. And they would still go ahead and use Chamei Teveria. And they would say, we bathe in the Chamei Teveria. Also, the Chachamim continued to clamp down. They did it in stages. So they said, you can no longer bathe in the Chamei Teveria. They said, you can only bathe in cold water. That it was impossible. They needed to be able to bathe in warm water. So then they went back and they reopened, they relaxed the restrictions and they opened up They said you can go back and bathe in Chameh However, but they kept the Gezerah um, to not go into a bathhouse to Schwitz. But like we said, we said, and we'll, we'll quote it again in a second, that they did allow you to take a stroll, to take a walk through the bathhouse and benefit that way. We see from this story that someone who's over on a dindarabonon, we can call him a over avera. Kiman, who says that if you're over on the Rabbanon, you don't, you're not over on a daraisa, that you can call him an over avera. How you can call them an avaryan. So it says Ki Tana, like the Tana over here of this Brisa that was quoting the story. What did we say? We said, we said, all they were doing was using, meaning there was nothing Midaraisa Aser. There was a guy, the Balanim or Gayim, they were heating up the water on Shabbos. That was a, that's a Gzerid Rabbanon. And yet we call the people that would bathe in those, that would use, that would wash in that water, we'd call them Avaryanim, even though they're only over, uh, over on a Rabbanon. And just to finish up over here, Ambatir shall krachim, like we said, the bathhouses of the big cities, matil bahem, I'm sorry, matil bahem, you can stroll through them, meaning that is not included when the Rabbanan clamped out and said, you can't use the bathhouses as a schwitz, they only meant you can't sit there and use it as a schwitz, but you can walk through it, and like we're going to see later on in the Amma that there's some benefit to uh, inhaling, actually on tomorrow's, um, that there's some a benefit to inhaling heat. Amar Rava, Rava says, Dafka Krachen. By the way, when we said Al-Bacha so Krachen, it's Dafka of the big cities, Avodekfarin, but the bathhouses of the villages, Loi, those, no. My time on Kimada Zutrin, Naflish Havlayu, since they are very small, they are, end up becoming a lot hotter, and therefore, those would, um, we, th- that would still be Usr within the scope of what the Chachamim said. Do a little summary. I'll send out, if you're on the chat, I'll send it out right now. Just give me one second.
And I didn't, um, this will be part, only use part of it. Part of it is uh, to use now on, on mem. So again, just to summarize what we did today, let me just send this out so you could all have it and then Okay, so starting on Lamites, we started with really the Mishnah. In Lamet Beis, we said you can't put an egg next to an urn to a partially roast the egg. And Rav Yasef said that that was actually a din da'araisa. Okay, like we learned from the case of the fish, that if you rinse it off in hot water, that is considered gemar malacha, that is considered cooking. And then we said, you can't crack the egg onto a heated up uh, you know, cloth. And Rav Yasef said it was mutter. And we explained that Malchikis that that it, to heat up an egg, let's say using the sunlight, liver I call that would be mutter. That's not called cooking. Metoldos are so. In other words, to take the handkerchief, put it next to the fire, heat it up, heat up the handkerchief, and then crack an egg on it. Everybody agreed that's usher. The only Malchikis here is Toldos Chama, where the handkerchief was sitting in the sun. That's subject to Malchikis of uh, the Tanakama or the Rabbanon say it's going to be usher. Rabbi would say it's matter. And we said Lo Yitzminena Bechol that you may not uh, bury the egg in the sand and have it cooked that way. That's the delivery I call. So Yossi didn't, didn't argue there. Why? Because it's either Gzair, we had two, Raba and, uh, I forgot who the second one is, but we had, I think Rav Yosef, we had two um, uh, reasons. Either it's Gzair, Mishim, Yachim, Baramatz, which itself, like we explained, was a heating element, or it's Mezes Zafar, it's like being Mash Vagumas, when you stick the egg in the, in the sand, it's like you're digging a Guma. And we asked... I, what about from Gog? We should also ask for the Gog. We said that the Gog doesn't have Afar. And we asked from the case of the Anshe Teveria. And um, we said that that case is silly on Chachamim, that that is, um, uh, Riviesi answered, that is talking about Chame Esh. Okay, that's Chame R, Toldosar. We said the story of Masiva Anshe Teveria, that they had the cold pipe running through the Chame Teveria. Um, and Rav Chista said, from, from this case, we learn that it's also to, to do Hatman of Adabar HaMaisif Hevel, even if you um, put it, if you wrapped it up while it was Friday. Ula said the halachas like the Anshe Teveria, and Rav Nachman said, uh uh-uh, uh, the uh, Anshe Teveria broke their pipe, which meant that they capitulated to the Chachamim. We said on Shabbos, it's going to be Usr. Um, uh, and the, the water that got heated. On Shabbos is Aser Bishti on Shabbos and Yantif, it's going to be Mutter. But on Shabbos and Yantif, it's going to be Aser and Rechitza. And we had to, we were struggling to understand what, it, what does Rechitza mean. And the way what we had to say was Rechitza meant really you washed your entire body like Rav Shimon. Okay. And what we said was Bikarka, that it, as long as you didn't use a Kli, Bikarka was Lafuke Kli. So we said like, like, the, like a bath, that if it was heated before Shabbos, Rav Shimon would hold its Mutter, Rameya would hold its Aser. Whether it's uh, the water is hot or cold, Rabbi Yehuda would say that it uh, depends. Uh, cold water is mutter, and hot water it's usher to, to bathe in. And we said in a kli, according to everybody, it's going to be usher because it looks like you heated up water um, on Shabbos. And we said, B'Shem Rabbi Yehuda, I'm sorry, B'Shem Rabbi Yechonah, we said, Halachas like Rabbi Yehuda, and we wanted to know if Rabbi Yechonah said, Halachas like Rabbi Yehuda, uh, did, he, did he hear, did, did we hear it? 
directly from Yehuda that he said Dafka the Halchos of Yehuda, or was it Miklala? And we said he heard it directly. And then we talked about the water moving on to Daf Mem Chamet Shalchem Rav Shabbos. We said we had two ways to understand the Machlekes Rav Shita. One was Machlekes Rav and Shmuel. Rav said you can wash your entire body aver aver, and Shmuel said you can only wash Panayod of Raglav. And we learned we had a brisa that w- w- was like Shmuel. And then Rabba said that Rav holds that you can wash your entire body except for one aver. We asked the Tuyufta on that. And the Gemara wanted to know, did, uh, if Rabba, assuming that Rabba did not um, know that the way he understood Rav was slugged up, did he do like Rav because it was Lakula? We know, of course, that if that if it was the Chumrah that he always held like Rav, except for those three cases that Rav always held like Rav. The question was, what happens if it was Lakula? We didn't answer that. And then the last suya that we discussed was a bathhouse that you uh, stuffed up the holes where the heat came through, meaning to retain its heat. On Erev Shabbos, we said it's mutter to wash immediately after Shabbos. You don't have to wait the amount of time it would take to heat up the water. And on Erev Yontif, then we said, what, can you, you, you may not bathe in it on Yontif, but you can go in to be as maziah. Okay, that's what we said. That was before the uh, Gezeris Chachamim. We had the story of Elizabeth and Azariah and that the Chachamim allowed them to go in and be maziah. But, like we said, and that segued into when Misharavu, Misharavu when you had the Avaryanim uh, increase, people didn't listen to the Chachamim, so then they said it's usher to even go in there to sweat. But we said you're allowed to walk in and that was the Gzera at the end that they, you're allowed at the, the way we ended the Gzera was that you're allowed to bathe in the Chame Teveria, meaning along with it wasn't water that was heated. Um, it was naturally heated. It wasn't water that somebody heated. We said it was going to be mutter to bathe in that, to wash in that, but usher to go into a bathhouse to use it as a schwitz. Okay, and we said, um, by the way, someone who's over over and Rabbanon is called an Avaryanim, is called an Avaryan. And we said um, that the um, Ambachas, that even after the post Gezerah, we said the Ambachas shall krachem, you're allowed to go in to take a walk through it to get the benefits of inhaling the heat, the heat, the steam, but um, you are not allowed to sit and use it as a schwitz. But that is only of the big city uh, of uh, bathhouses, but of the villages, which burn, are hotter, they're smaller, so therefore it's, it's hotter, so then we said that it's going to be usser.